and you can press play. Work it, make it, do it, makes us harder, better, faster, stronger. Work it, harder, make it, better, do it, faster, makes us stronger, more than ever, faster, power, work it, Congrats on the 20,000, you guys, really. Congratulations. Welcome to That That Don't Kill Me, a podcast for all the things we don't say about health, illness, and disability from the people who live it every day. I'm Kendall Seesmeyer. And I'm Jameson Rich. And this is our podcast. Welcome back, guys. Today, uh, we're going to talk about dating. Dating and... All the things that come with that. (laughs) Hooking up, all the good stuff. Yeah. Um, We're going to get vulnerable up in here. We're going to be talking about, as always, disclosure, because (laughs) I think we're going to find that everything is about disclosure. Yeah, that's real. (laughs) Pretty much. Um, But first, we want to talk about our pain our, scale our week our how week life in is. review we were before this started we were just talking about how adulthood is a never-ending series of disappointments <laughs> <laughs> basically uh, so kendall how is your mostly week? all good or all bad yeah it's just That's like a, just a roller coaster so on the pain scale my week was a mm, it depends on the day but i would overall say my week was like an eight my week was not wow. great need some morphine for that week. i know yeah. i know i just felt unproductive at work i felt like not great physically mm. i i don't know i just was like a bummer week yeah it didn't it it just like there were like a couple of bright shiny moments in my week but everything else was just Yuck. Total not great. <laughs> totally not great. How was your week, Jamie? What was your pain scale? Um, that's a good question. It was kind of a weird week. Like I, I think like you were saying there were good moments, but overall I was like, life's fucking weird right now. Yeah. Um I don't know, I can't complain too much. It was probably like a five or a six. It was just okay. like it was just like mediocre. It was just middle of the road. Okay. So yeah, oh. weird weeks. It's weird being alive, it's weird being an adult. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, we're not trying to sound ungrateful for being alive here, guys. Yeah. But not today. Most days. <laughs> I, I don't know if this is like I think this might be certainly not exclusive to, to being people who've dealt with illness, but I don't know. But I felt this thing the past couple of years is like I'm settling in to a more normal life. I've had this emerging feeling of like, well now what? Yeah. Because like so much of life before that's was my whole that's my whole shtick. Yeah. Was, my whole my whole over overarching feeling of my life is like, like now what? Seriously? Yeah. Well, because <laughs> for me, I don't know if you agree with this, but for me, it comes from like so much of life was just like an active like effort and like fight to yeah. get out of the moment I was in. Sure. And so now that I'm somewhere that I don't like need to get out of, I'm just like. Well, what what is this? What are we doing here? Yeah. I still have the the feeling like if anyone's on an airplane with me, they're safe. Oh, they interesting. They should not worry about interesting. it. Interesting. Because there's no 
a thing way that I'm. You can going. say fucking. Okay. <laughs> My There's mom's no... gonna listen to this. <laughs> she always is like, stop swearing. <laughs> um, um, yeah. There's no way that I'm gonna, gonna die, die in, an in an airplane. Yeah. Like, there's just no way. Yeah. I mean, I know that that's an unreasonable thing to say. No, but, but I know what you I just mean. feel like, yo, I could have been gone so many other times, like. This airplane is not going to be the very this would be profoundly the stupid. very consequential moment in my life of yeah. like someone else killing me through an airplane. Like yeah. it's just that's ridiculous. Anyway, I agree with that thought. I also think though that like life is like very stupid and random sometimes. Yeah. and I I just think about the um the fact of how the guy who invented the Segway. Yeah. Died on the Segway. And he also owned a stake in companies that made like concrete barriers and he died (laughs) driving a Segway off a cliff that had no barriers. That's just so sad. And funny. It's funny, but it's It's also sad. That's just like Uh, that's what life is. Well, and that's kind of what dating is too. Yeah, that's very true. Um, see what i did there that's great good segue we're you're we're getting (laughs) better good segue (laughs) (laughs) that's dumb Uh, we're we're getting better at this we're really funny um cool so yeah dating dating. what's a what's a good i don't want to like i feel like it's very confrontational to say what's the last date you've been on but like what's a good way where should we start this conversation yeah how should we begin Uh, to borrow from esther perel yeah where should we begin um my oh geez i've just had a nightmare lineup of dates Mm. very nightmare lineup of dates so I am a avid app dater. Mm. That's really the only that's really the only way I find people same <laughs> willing to go on a date with me. <laughs> I think that's what we all do, especially in yeah, New York. For sure, like we don't for have sure. No one meets else. people, no one likes to say hi to people. Like yeah. we just swipe yeah. anonymously at people that look potentially interesting to right. us. This morning's um vows actually in the Times was uh, about a couple who met on Raya. <laughs> That's good. It was actually like it was pretty. It was pretty depressing. No, I've been trying to get into Raya for Evs. If, if you run Raya, let me in. I feel like you could get on Raya. I could. I. I would. I thought that I could get in Raya, and I yeah. literally cannot get in Raya. Yeah. I think I'm not as. I think I need to be more of an Instagram influencer. Yeah, Instagram so seems to be literally like the key people component. who are listening to this. Follow, yeah, but you can also you can also me just like know someone on Instagram at. My name, full the full name, so you're gonna have to learn how to spell my last name. Mm-hmm. Just try it. Just bumping <laughs> I'm into everything, I'm, so, Jamie. I'm not used to this table. <laughs> I'm just like, like <laughs> I don't know where to. I don't know what just I'm doing. Truly, smack. I um, well, it's yeah. My last date. Jeez, oh, what was my last date? Oh, I remember my last date. <laughs> <laughs> um, I went to get drinks with someone that I met on one of the apps. Do you care to say which app? Uh oh, sure. Um, I think it was, it was either Hinge or Coffee Meets Bagel. Those are my two go. Never been on Coffee Meets Bagel. I find quality, honestly. I'm not gonna lie. I feel Is like it... you can more like narrow people by gotcha. that app. Um. I think my reticence is being a Jew. The name has always sounded vaguely anti-Semitic to me. Oh, interesting. I don't think it's intended that way, I don't but think I'm just, so. 
I've always kind of like mm-hmm. I feel like coffees, coffee and bagels feel very pedestrian and very applicable to a lot of people these days. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I, I, I hear your feelings, and I'm here to validate them. Thank you. <laughs> um. Anyway, so I went on a date with this guy. It went well. We went to a bar. Typical. Mm-hmm. Um. And when I go on dates at bars, because I don't drink, because I can't drink, right? Because alcohol is processed through your liver, and I've had two. I've now I'm I'm on my third liver, so it's just like don't do that bullshit. Well, also, it's, it's the liver thing, and it's and the fact, it's the drug thing, and it's the fact that you're a devout follower of the cult of Marianne Williamson. Yes, <laughs> and there's there's something with about I toxins. Marianne Williamson. It's something about the toxins, and it's it's your beliefs. It's She's your amazing. profound beliefs. Yeah, I call up my friends and I'm like, uh uh-uh, girlfriend. (laughs) I say, girlfriend, you are so on. You are so on. (laughs) You think think New Zealand's the best place to live? Mm -mm. You you think I'm going to have a vodka vodka cranberry? You are so wrong. You are so wrong. (laughs) When I go on dates, I have to make the decision of whether or not I want to fake drink, Mm. is what I call it. Yeah. Because it's like I can order something and sip on it and like normally be fine. Like right. I'll I won't feel anything. You mean like an actual drink? Like an actual drink. Yeah. Like an alcoholic beverage. It's not like you can't ever have it touch. It's no, your lips. I can't. You it's just not. Have to it's be not like that. Restricted. I have just to be like, yeah, yeah. I like don't really like to feel it. I don't. Which depending on the day, that could be like literally like a couple of sips of wine or it could be like yo i don't feel it after like a full drink sure but i don't do this i try not to do it often because a i don't i don't want to pay for alcohol if i can't really drink it because it's expensive and then b i just don't want to like no one has ever told been able to tell me like what they, they can't say like this is what will happen to you so they just know that like kids who go to college and they just binge drink like lose their organs. Yeah, and it's not just because of the liver; it's also because of the medicine we take, right? Like the uh, immune suppression. Apparently, like because other people with other organ transplants are not also supposed to drink right alcohol, right? right. So, um, yeah, because yeah. of the immune suppression, because it makes it like I guess less effective. Anyway, so I think all of all to say like. In moderation, it's probably like you can have like a little bit of alcohol every now and then. And but I just I don't know where the I don't know where the the line is. So I just am always careful. But I don't like not having an a beverage, an alcoholic beverage to drink on dates because people especially if that's like the scenario like if we're going to a bar it feels like it's like oh that's what we're there to do is to like have a drink right and i don't want to have to like answer to why i'm not drinking bring out a powerpoint presentation when you've just sat down exactly yeah and i feel like some people ask some people don't ask i've done all different kinds of things yeah um but I think at this date, I just got like a glass of wine and sipped on it. And then people are weird. Sometimes they're like, are you not going to finish that? And I'm like, no, bitch, I'm not going to finish this. Like, That's very uh, weird. And I, I don't mean to interrupt, but I've noticed that even no. in 
like without the con like I don't have the same yeah I'll talk later about alcohol as well but like I don't have the same context that you do alcohol is like the last kind of social thing that it, people can police like yeah. it, I feel like we've gotten to the point where it's no longer acceptable like if you're eating dinner with someone to comment about like the way they the, eat the way they eat yeah but it is still acceptable I'll just be in a social situation and and someone will be like aren't you gonna have another one like aren't you gonna finish it's very strange that I, it's still I don't know socially why people acceptable are to so obsessed with why you drink or not drink i think actually what it this is people me, are obsessed with it this is me like putting on my sure. um, psychoanalyzing hat, therapizing my people, therapizing hat. Yeah. i think most people are actually very self-conscious about their relationship to alcohol and it seems that way because immediately once i decide that i'm not once i say oh i i don't i won't i won't I don't want one. You know, if someone, even coworkers, if I'm right. like going out to a drink to get a drink with them, they're like, if I just order a Diet Coke, they're like, oh, I, uh, should uh, I, should I, I, I not, uh, I I'm like, I don't give a flying fuck what should you I, drink. I'm not drunk. Like, we go outside, we go outside, <laughs> we go somewhere else. Yeah. I, I dump the alcohol in the river, <laughs> like tea party. We dump it out. <laughs> yeah. They just can't, they like can't process. And then they're yeah. like, they're like, oh, you don't want to drink? And I'm like, uh, yeah, I can't really drink. And then they're like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, we can't be here, we can't be here, let's get out. Ah, I'm so sorry, I didn't <laughs> push, know, I didn't know. <laughs> she got coffee and I'm like, pushing you out the front door. This is really like, making you uncomfortable. Yeah, it's yeah. not really making, I mean, you're making me uncomfortable. Yeah. But like, the the you drinking and me not drinking is the way of my life right so it doesn't really bother me yeah it m much more bothers me that you're trying to change your behavior now right, right and i'm you're like making it weirder yeah you're making yeah. it weird i didn't make it weird you <laughs> made it weird they're like pushing people out of the way like she can't drink yeah please get well, out of the way we have to leave. yeah it's just like so i don't know so anyway that's always the like first issue I encounter on dates. Yeah. And sometimes I'm just like, fuck it. I'm not going to drink. And then if they say something, I'm like, then I don't like them. Yeah. And like, it's a good tester. It's like, oh, I mean, to be to be. Uh, also, like, sometimes I'm like, you should have just Googled me. It's all right there. Damn. Well, I we Google, don't... I Google every single person I We're date. We're not all so... famous enough to be Googleable. No, everyyone is Googleable. I stalk the shit out of every single person I go on a date with. Sure, I find but you're also like, you've been on camera. Like, you're a personality. You've been around I'm for a definitely bit. Definitely not a personality. But you know what I mean? Like, but people can find, like, interviews yeah, with you. Yeah, they can people find can, literally like... a bunch of shit about me that I will never tell you until, like, maybe the eighth date. But I think that's another issue is, like, living in a, a, a Googleable uh, world where, of course, I look up everyone that I go on dates with. Yeah. But, like, I think it's the question still remains of, like, how acceptable is that? Is that fucking weird to show up to a date and be like oh i know well i mean i assume that people have googled me and i right. and i've definitely googled them but i don't bring it up sure no i agree with that i just think some people still have a a, a, a stance of like don't do that don't of don't do that of like you're you're being invasive or like ruining some magic yeah but most for most people like the results of a google search is like like where they photo. went to yeah. where they went to school like yeah. maybe a track result like like where they work now it's like their linkedin profile yeah. like that's really it yeah. and that doesn't tell you that much about you yeah um, i went on a i went on a date recently a couple months ago where 
a girl was like, I read the Times piece. I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> fuck. Yeah, you're like. Um, but anyway, yeah. So, yeah. like, Google you. I will play, if I can play devil's advocate sure. for a second. Yeah. If I, I mean, I have, again, my own issues with alcohol, but I think if I walked into the situation not knowing anything, yeah. and you're like, I don't drink, I'd. Well, in a, I wasn't. In a quick I way, wasn't saying I don't drink. I just, just was, like I'm not going to drink. No, I, d- I don't even announce it. I just yeah. don't order alcohol. <laughs> oh, okay. I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. No, then it's yeah. It's it's. Weird I don't to bring make it a up about it. I just say like, oh. I'll I think have if someone. Coke. I think if someone volunteered to me, I don't drink. I would at least start by saying, "Are you comfortable if I do?" Like just as a very kind of sure, like, but like cursory... I don't say I don't drink. Sure. Okay. I never. I never want to be like, right. It's someone else. I'm not trying to like invite that conversation. conversation. I'm not so, trying yeah. to be like. Yo, let me tell you why I don't drink cuz I don't want them to I don't want them to ask me honestly. Yeah. Cuz when if a lot of sometimes people have asked me, "Oh, do you drink?" and I flat out lie. I'm like, right. "Yeah, a little bit here and there, you know, like, yeah, just not today." I'm actually drunk right now? Yeah. <laughs> like cuz I just don't want to my whole thing is like if I was just a lot of people assume that it's religious. It's it's not religious. Yeah. But I'm like Oh, uh, or they think probably think I'm like an alcoholic or something like that. Right, right. Which I'm like, if I was, that's a very personal thing. Like you shouldn't ask me about it. Right. Actually, I think regardless, it feels like a very personal decision. Or sometimes people just don't like alcohol, whatever. Right. But that's less normally, not normally the case. But anyway, I just feel like it's like. Why I'm not asking you why you ordered potatoes. Right. But again, I think this goes to like people have a very weird relationship with alcohol. Everybody. Mm-hmm. I like I think everybody across the board is in some way self-conscious about their relationship with alcohol. Whether it's they're worried about they drink too much. Yeah. Or they only want to drink in they only feel comfortable drinking. They feel like they can justify their drinking if they're drinking in a situation where the other person across from them is also drinking because yeah. it's like, oh, this context is social. And if the other person across from them is not, then they have to consider is the, is what I'm drinking appropriate? Is the amount appropriate? Mm. Um, like where yeah, I'm different. It's just funny to me. It's like such a weird. And also I, I always have, this kind of goes outside of dating, but people who are like, oh my God, I could never. I couldn't. I'm like. I think that you might want to like. I think you might have to look into that. You might want to. That might be a. (laughs) That might be a problem for you. That seems like it might be an issue. Like when the people are doing whole thirty and they're like, I'm, I'm just doing whole thirty, but I'm drinking alcohol, and I'm like, "Mm, I think that that might be a problem for you if you really like feel really that dependent on it. Like, like when someone says like, oh, I'm lactose intolerant, and I was like, I think I'd kill myself. Yeah, (laughs) it's like, well, okay, yeah, that's that's a little extreme. You'd probably figure it out, honestly. You have to do so. So so if that's your position. (laughs) Like, I'm like, like I'm always mac like, and cheese, I think I'd kill myself. I'm always like, well, does that mean you think that like I should kill myself? Like, <laughs> right. huh, interesting. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, anyway, that's like my own flipping thing, but that's like the very tip of the iceberg. Yeah. I feel like you should just we should talk about your piece. No, no, no. We I wanna, should. No, I want you're not gonna you're not gonna get out of it so easy. Um But I feel like okay, so Dating starts with a date, like the first date. date. So I just outlined the very first thing that I encounter that is problematic for me, which is the alcohol question. Um, I've as I've gone gone on more dates with more a a 
a wider variety of people. Yeah. I have figured out how to handle that situation. Sure. And typically I handle it by they're paying for my alcohol anyway. I'll just sip on it. Right. And then it's typically not an issue. Right. Or if they ask me if I'm going to finish them, like, no, actually, do you want it? Like, yeah. I just like offer it to them. Or, you know, and I'm like, if they feel offended, I always offer to pay anyway. And if they feel offended by me, like not drinking my whole glass of wine, I'm like, all right, well, yeah, it's maybe that's going to be a no for me, dog. Yeah. You know, like, I don't, whatever. I think it's, I think in, it can also be like a, a dating more that um, people, if, if a date is happening at a bar, people look for how much the other person is drinking as a sign of what's going to happen. Not even what's going to happen of how into the date they are. Cause I think if oh, I'm, really? if I'm with someone who is, is, is someone who drinks mm-hmm. and they were to like only finish half their drink and then be kind of like, you know, I, I'd wonder like, Oh, do you want to, is this, this is just not gonna, is this like over? You know what I mean? Oh, really? Yeah. I, and I don't more, mean to say more that. than the conversation. Um, no, I guess if, if the conversation were progressing and everything else were fine, yeah, it wouldn't be as much of an issue. But I think everything like that sends people signals. Interesting. And I'm not saying like I I yeah. understand. I just think everyone is like coming into situations yeah, I'm kind with of like, like I'm I'm kind of fine with them thinking that I'm not that into them. Totally. <laughs> Probably not that into most. <laughs> yeah, most I'm kind of fine with that. Yeah. No, like totally. I give. I give cues if I am really into it. Yeah, for sure. Um, so from a date. From a date. Do you have any date, like first date? First date stories. Well, I will say actually I've, I've noticed that the alcohol thing is actually starting to become a thing for me mm. um, because I don't have as much of an explicit like uh, need to restrict. Yeah. But I'm starting to mm. um, like the liver is is starting to become like an issue that I need to look at. Mm-hmm. Um, and there has been, there is a concern from my cardiologists that it's going to develop into an issue. Mm. Um, I think I got like a, an ultrasound a couple years ago and they were like, yeah, there's some like, there's some, there's beginning to be some mild um, scarring or, mm. um, and so they're, they've, they've started to say like, Hey, you know, watch it. Um, and then, and so I, I've started to be a little more conscious about it. And I've also noticed that it affects me in the past couple of years. It affects me way more um, than it used to. And mm. I used to even be a lightweight as well. Oh. But now I can have like a beer. And then you're like, and, I'm good. Yeah. And if I haven't, if I've eaten light that day and I have one beer, I'm like, oh, I, I can be drunk. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which, I mean, everyone's body changes as they get older. But I think, totally. I think that is partially related to what's happening <laughs> maybe what's happening inside yeah um just because the the pathway i also feel like if you're if you're more if you're re, if you're holding back more you're also your tolerance is also probably really absolutely changed absolutely. i mean my tolerance is so unbelievably low right that like again depending on how much i've eaten like a few sips of wine and I'm like, whoa, totally, you know, and I don't drink unless I'm out somewhere socially on a date or with friends. So I don't end yeah. up drinking them. Like I don't go to bars and yeah. I'm drinking that much. So then when I go on a date, yeah, I haven't in a while. Legitimately and sucks because like, I love the taste of alcohol. It's some good shit. It's some good shit. <laughs> it's good stuff. Um, like I don't even need, like I, I wish that alcohol could just be like the taste of it and not 
the feeling of you it or probably the like, alcohol which thing. It's probably like the reverse opinion of most people I who know. excessively drink. Like I love just, I like think wine tastes good. Yeah. And I, I like love margaritas. Yeah. That's the thing. I'm a big like them. cocktail person because I'm like, you're mixing a bunch of tropical juices together. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I like occasionally we'll just have like a virgin. Yeah. Uh, and whatever. sometimes they're like too sweet though if you're like just a, doing I love that. Um, yeah, you're like, Shh, give me the sugar. Just give me that shit. Yeah. Just like inject it. Just can I have just like a frappuccino at the bar <laughs> or something? Um, but yeah, so I started to notice it, and I was on, when like on a couple, noticed it over a couple dates recently, mm-hmm. where I was kind of, um, consciously but unconsciously, keeping up with the other person, in terms of drinks, because I thought that was like, because I still have this position of like, oh, if I if I stop. Or if I'm like, hey, I'm actually not going to have any more to drink, it's I feel like I'm going to send a signal. But couldn't you just drink your drink slower? And yes, I could. I could develop some more restraint. (laughs) Be more engaged into the conversation. Totally, totally. And I've started and I've started to do that. But I also that that fights against the fact that I also just have a general like liquid fixation because of taking taking, mm. taking so many diuretics. Mm. So if there's like drink in front of me, I will, you will drink I it. I will fucking down it. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, yeah, you should just have some water nearby. <laughs> I, feel, I feel like that's, you feel you have a problem. Uh, <laughs> no. So I'm, I'm starting to notice that and I'm starting to think about like, Oh, I do actually need to be more careful. And I think I'm going to need to start developing a, like a comfort in saying like, actually like I'm not going to, like yeah i'm gonna have one and yeah then, yeah um which still feels it's, honestly weird. yeah it's it, the thing is at the end of the day it's just like all about them like it's totally about people them. just like uh, yeah to me that's how people respond to you being different than the standard that they are nor- used to yeah. is all about them. It's all about them. It really has nothing to do with you because whatever your choice is, is your own like personal choice. Right. And it's just like, I feel like it's the same thing as like other things that make people different. Like right. if, if people have like a problem with that, like if I'm like, oh yeah, I have two moms and they're like, what? You know? <laughs> do you want me to, do, should we go somewhere there's two moms? Yeah. They don't have two moms here. <laughs> they don't have two moms. Should we go somewhere? Yeah. You're like, oh, this is about you. This is about you. Totally. This isn't about well, yeah. me. <laughs> and like, and like one thing I've been conscious of is, and, and this is like, I think this is like a, a dating thing that people don't want to talk about, but amongst people who do drink, I think there's like an unspoken expectation that if you're on a date where you're drinking, you both are going to try to kind of get to the same level. Mm. And I probably need less to get to whatever that level is. Yeah. But the external view is still like, oh, we should go drink for drink and then that'll put us, put us at the same level. Yeah, but, in, but that's also not even like the realist. That's not realistic totally. even between like guys and girls. Totally. It's not realistic. Because like guys can pound alcohol and wait, like a lot of guys yeah. can pound alcohol in ways that like girls just cannot. Totally. Yeah. But there's, I think there's still also this like, like, th- like the, there's something visual that we can't get out of of like, you're going to have a drink. I'm going to have a drink. You're going to have a drink. I'm going to have a drink. Oh, wow. wow. Um, anyway. I don't even think about that. It's <laughs> like Diet Coke, please. Yeah. Um, but so anyway, I've started to notice that. Otherwise, I mean, the thing I'm still trying to figure out, but that I've gotten kind of like, I'm orienting more towards like not giving a shit yeah. is when I disclose on a date. Oh, and it's so hard. I don't do it on the first date. I, 
I think I usually disclose on the first date. Really? Yeah. Wow. Or before. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. yeah. Okay, so walk me through that. I think it I think it's I think there's a lot of factors. That, yeah. One, I'm trying to get more comfortable with not giving a shit. Okay. And with I think similar to your point about drinking with saying like if someone's going to have a reaction about this. Yeah, I mean that's, that's a lot of people's like approach. Yeah. And I don't mean like I come in you know, guns blazing into the bar, like, listen up, bitch. <laughs> listen up, motherfuckers. This, this is what's going No, it's just like, it's it's part yeah. of it and yeah. it's going to come up. And if it's going to be an issue or you're going to be weird about it, which most people aren't, um, mm-hmm. that's something I'd like to see sooner rather than later. Um, yeah. But the other factors are, it has started to, it has started to become related to my professional life. Oh yeah. So if I'm on a first date, I'm talking about like, hey, what, like? Oh, I know, but I know this. I, like, go on. Sorry. Yeah. No, you can. Yeah. No, I mean, I, I totally understand this because, like, I feel like there's so much unraveling that I have to do, mm. and I just even in regular relationships, but like. I, I don't know. Like, I just feel like you and I have histories that have like a lot of weight to them. Sure. And I never know how people are going to be able to respond to the weight. And it's also like weird because some of the experiences are like there's good weight and there's bad weight. Right. Yeah. And like I have both in my history. And sure. I always feel like, you know, I'm trying to tell a story about something and I'm trying to like censor out everything around my illness and all of that and then also everything around my like nonprofit stuff and all of that right because right. all of that like oh well why did you start it? it like it just it's so difficult to explain all of that without explaining the context of like oh well I was like sick like and right, I right. did this and I whatever like it's just there's so much that I just try to like censor around those stories. And I can tell in people's like heads, they're trying to figure out something that they f- feel is. They can sense that there's something, s- there's an omission. Potentially. Yeah. Or that they just are like, I'm trying to figure this out in my brain, but I'm like, I just try to talk around it. Yeah. And because I just, I don't know, I just feel like it's a lot to be like, here is my whole life story. Boom. Yeah, I mean, I, you know? I'll clarify. I'm not telling the whole life story. Yeah, I know. I'm I'm usually giving a very brief like overview. Yeah. And then it's like once that's done, most people are like, most people kind of like let it lie, and they might yeah. have questions, but they let it lie under the understanding of like, it's an unspoken understanding of like, okay, this is relevant, but but we're gonna come back to this. We're gonna come, yeah, we're gonna come back to this later when and if things get more serious, right? Um, yeah. But for me, it's like, I think I, I think I used to when I was like younger and started starting dating, would omit and would try to tell stories about myself and my life as if like none of that had happened, and it was, it felt very like not false because like you can tell, yeah. you can say whatever you want about yourself, yeah. but it felt to me like I was holding something. It felt like ooh. I'm holding something back and it's weird. It's like, I'm, I'm having I'm, trouble yeah. navigating this. I'm having trouble telling the story. And also like, I'm sure I also think so much more like of it than other than people anybody do, else does. For yeah. sure. But I just, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I think it also just because it like 
to me all those things mean something yeah like that it it feels like it's like oh we can't really this means a lot more to me than i can express in like a first date situation sure and i yeah. i'm probably on that same side and i just again it's like we'll get back to it like we'll, yeah we'll be we'll go down this road eventually i i definitely feel safer than i used to because yeah. it's like so much of it is like very much behind me at this right now in my life yeah but like so it's not as much like i feel threatened about like oh well they're gonna have to deal with this very acutely but um i don't know i still feel that way but i think we should talk about hooking up because yeah. that's well, I was the gonna next s- step well, i was gonna say i was gonna <laughs> and say then there are some physical indicators that are just they don't lie well, i was gonna say i think this i think what we're just talking about actually for me relates to hooking up yeah. and one of the reasons I have started a small reason but a reason why I've like gotten more comfortable with with disclosing on first dates and bringing it up earlier is because I want that to be on the table before we get to the moment yeah. and you have to be doing the disclosure in the in, moment in, oh god it's which so is bad. much worse oh yeah and i've just fully i've just fully ignored it before you've wait really <laughs> yeah i've never tried that oh yeah i have i fully just like not said anything about it i'm sure it would work like i mean it did work <laughs> i don't think i, I mean there wasn't it just never came up yeah it just never was mentioned yeah. it never was talked about at any point even after the fact like yeah. just was not ever mentioned interesting and i was like yeah that wasn't i was like it was actually kind of like a test because mm. I, I just was like well this happened before i i'd really gotten around to it had to, wow. to gotten around to telling you and um but and you didn't end up talking about it later no interesting yeah (laughs) i'm feeling this person in particular had googled me and had some Uh, understanding because they didn't bring it up but mm. um yeah i mean part of me was just like uh should i should this be like what if I just pretended like this was just like a dimple you know or like yeah it was just like a I I don't know like what if I just pretended it was just like an elbow like I don't know like just like a body like like bodies are weird yeah and what if I just pretended that it was just like and everyone like everyone else sure and I I kind of was like you you mean just yeah. to clarify do you mean like what if you just kind of treated it that way and put it in that format in your head and not you know yeah or, or you mean what if you just played it off as it could have as if it could have been that no not like i mean there's no fucking way i guess that's what it, yeah, that. yeah, yeah, yeah. i mean i have scars all the way down my stomach yeah and all the way across and then another was, one across i was gonna say and then also like um a lot of tube holes yeah, yeah, yeah. i mean it is expansive ass shit like yeah. there is like no there's it's, no it's a map there's no guessing <laughs> yeah. that something 
very terribly wrong <laughs> happened here. She had this very specific she got birthmark. eaten by a bear. <laughs> you know? In several like, different places. Yeah. Like, it's just, there's no question yeah. about it. Yeah. Like, there's not any anyone who's going to be like, hmm, I wonder... This seems just normal to me. I actually had uh, three shark attacks in different years. <laughs> yeah, I got and then all, I got all in the same healed, place. and then I went back in the water, and yeah, they found me. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. So there's definitely no. There's, but you okay? I, I, I it's more I just understanding, like you know. it's more just like yeah. Some people have like a little like like, like let's just treat it. Like they that. got like some stretch marks or a scar or a on their butt or, yeah. or like. They're a little, they got some cellulite in their thighs or they, you know, like I kind of just was like, bodies are weird. Yeah. And like, like he should just be so jazzed that (laughs) I'm like, yeah. And I, I kind of think he was, I think, I think he was just kind of like, yeah. You know? And, and so I kind of just played it like that because I was like, well, I mean, we'll get to this eventually if yeah. we make it there, yeah. which we did not. Yeah. Um, I just like wasn't feeling it. Yeah. But um, oh my gosh, I like really hope this person doesn't. <laughs> Actually, they won't know. They won't know that. Yeah, I've not given that, any. That idea. could mean that, that could, could mean be anyone. You don't. You don't know. I mean, be you anyone. see, there's so many. I do suitors. this with all these people all the time. You have, I'm very you're being courted so often. Yeah, there's just, a lot. How there's can you even keep it straight? I can't. I really yeah. can't, especially with the dating apps. I'm like, who's Brian? The gentleman callers. <laughs> Brian's are on just my phone. It's like never who's, ending. Who's Brian? Yeah. Brian from what? Yeah. Now I have this thing where I do their first names and then the app that they're from. Oh yeah, I do that as well. Like because I'm like. I cannot keep you all straight. Yeah. There's like a someone named Matthew in my phone, and then there's a Ben, and then there. I'm just th- these are actual names. I should really fix this. I feel um, like most men on dating apps are named Ben. Yeah, there's a lot of Bens. Lot of um, and so it, yeah, it's just like. Anyway, I just I just pretended it wasn't a thing. Yeah, it's interesting. And then another time, I had another date with another guy that I was like into a lot, and. Um, he was like, oh yeah, like my dad's a heart transplant surgeon. And I was like, oh, well, this is interesting. Did he say that before? No. Yeah. Before. And I was like, oh no, I feel like I'm really lying. Mm. I feel like I'm really lying by not telling. (laughs) You just respond like heart has what? Yeah. They do what with hearts? Yeah, exactly. Where do they go? Where do they put them? Yeah, exactly. I was just like, oh, um, that's cool. That's a profession I know nothing about. Yeah, I know nothing I about understand. that industry yeah. as a, a thing. So, yeah, I mean, I I clearly am not good at this. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So I myself could never, I don't know why. I just like, I have to say something. Like, I have to. Yeah. I can't just let Yeah, but if you're just like a little fat, like you don't say have to say anything about that. Totally. And you just like hope no one notices. Or that it's just You know, you're like, oh I got a little handle, hope you don't notice. Well, yeah, and this is like this is a larger point with dating and bodies in general, is like you're absolutely right. No one really gives a shit. And when you're in I mean, maybe they do, but But once you're once you're at that point, it's like nothing no one's gonna say anything. Yeah. And if they are, like fuck them. Literally leave. Get out of my house. Yeah. Um uh and so it's like, yeah, whatever. But I still feel like it's for me that I just have to say something. 
Um, Can you talk about your piece that you wrote? Sure. Well, we talked about it a little bit last I know, week. but like what led you to write that piece? Like, um, and, and was, is that a thing? Like, do you keep your shirt on as much as possible? I did. Okay. Before the writing of the piece. Okay. And it's so funny because like we try to keep our shirts on and like, I feel like a lot of other people try to keep their pants on, you know? What do you mean? I feel like people n- normally like shirt things, shirts. First yeah. Thing no one gives a sh- off. Yeah. Right. We'll just whip it off. Well, that yeah, and that's why it was that's why it was uh, made for a, a decent was, piece, if I may say so, because it's published in the New York Times. Yeah, because it's counterintuitive. Yeah, and people look fucking weird when they keep their shirt on, <laughs> like you know, a fat eight year old not wanting to go in the pool, which I also was. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, I so yeah, it, lo- it looks weird, and so when I would, and that was the thing is like, that's what that piece is about. Is like, I there was this mental block in my head and I didn't want to make it a thing. And by making it a thing, I actually made it worse. Yeah. Like keeping my shirt on looked weirder. Way weirder. Than just being no like. No one gives a fuck about your style. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Here's what's up. So you're like, oh, okay. So now I'm like, I'm way chiller about it. Yeah. Um, yeah. When I had a tube hanging out of my body. Yeah. That was way worse. Well, I think, <laughs> well, here's the other component of that. And yeah. I don't know how, I don't think the piece dove into this too much. Cause I think actually the editor is very nice guy. didn't quite understand what, what I meant, Yeah. but when I was like first dating in college, I, I had a tube. Mm. Um, and some of those experiences that are described in the piece, I still had a tube. And mm. so that was a big component yeah was like okay this isn't just saying i have some scars yeah there's a mechanical apparatus yeah, there's actual... fully coming out of my body like a bomb wick exactly it's like i have i can't just pretend yeah like nothing is this isn't weird right um so that was part of it and then you know when it came out it was like oh that hole will close and it just never has Mm. um and so that's like that's a part of it that's just beyond just a scar is like literally a hole that you can see into yeah um i've I've got a lot of those too which is strange of course and um although it, it looks so um so small compared to like how big the tube was. The tube yeah. was. Yeah. How big it was in my life. Yeah. Like, I'm like, really? That whole thing? Yeah. <laughs> like, right. 11 years? That whole thing? <laughs> right. Um, but so that was like, that was definitely a contributing factor to sort of, I guess, me starting that practice. Yeah. Um, you know, on da- you know, on dances in like high school or like, yeah. you're dancing with someone and like guys grab girls like waists. Yeah. I had a tube and I was always like, fuck, Mm. they're going to touch my tube. And it's like, that's also like, I'm also like, literally don't do that because I'm like, (laughs) I don't want you to like do something. Yeah. I want you to pull something out. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it was yeah. like, oh, that's tough. so bad. How I do mean, I handle this? What do I do? Not directly that. I normally but... would just be like, move hands. Yeah, just. I well, literally that's... just take their hands and move them somewhere else. That's a great move yeah. that only women can do. Yeah. And that's like always that's great because it feel it's like intimate and it feels like a guy feels like, oh, she's great. Like she's 
into this and telling me what she wants. Sure. Yeah. Um, I mean, I was also, I was just like 16 and like, move your hands. You right. Know? But it's a great, I'm saying it's a great cover. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Sure. Sure. Cause, sure. Cause no guy's going to be like, why are you moving me? And be like, Oh, awesome. <laughs> um, well, I mean, I don't, I never really knew how it was perceived. I just yeah. was like, I'm not fucking doing this. Not, I'm not playing around. Um, not quite the same, but also growing up with a pacemaker that kind of changed places around my body mm-hmm. in, you know, middle school where, where dudes fucking roughhouse all the time. Yeah. I had a lot of close calls with people just like, you know, like punching me where it was. Yeah. And I remember one time um, this dude was we were in some class and he was just like roughhousing and he kind of he like slapped my abdomen mm. where the pacemaker was and he goes and he was hitting what is metal right yeah but he didn't know that and he goes like damn you got abs and i was like yes sir i do <laughs> thanks for noticing yes, thank you. that's what that is yeah i always felt like um it was I think I definitely held back a lot in like romantic relationships For because sure. I was like so self-conscious about that. Yeah. Like I, I thought that that was like, I do think that that held me back. Also, I didn't have like Same. liquid courage in right. alcohol. Yeah. So I think both of those really kind of like stunted my dating life. For sure. Also, I feel like I've always felt very grateful that I was a woman. Mm, yeah. Because I feel like it's harder for men who it's an have... incredibly hard to be a man who, yeah <laughs> sorry <laughs> thank you so much for recognizing that i'm just like recognizing my privilege as a yeah, woman um but no but actually I, I do think that there is something to be said for like i mean because gender roles are the way they are like mm-hmm. women are like the more fragile the more like dainty right. weak like like that's not good that were perceived that way or like that we're like the one that has to be like cared for or like uh the like less i don't know like i don't have to be like a rough tough like if i'm like not great at sports or um i don't like play contact football like it's not that big of a deal right but um i always felt like there that was like kind of it was better to not to not be um, a guy because i feel like the expectation of guys to be all of those things right coupled with my inability to actually be that because of like health things yeah excuse me i think that would be harder i mean yeah it, it definitely it was i noticed that being hard growing up certainly with with sports and things like that mm-hmm. and just kind of like also having a general attitude of like trying to stay away from uh everyone because like if if I got in proximity to like more than five other like boys at a time, it was like, oh, something's gonna break out and like someone's gonna hit her. I fucking tore my ACL once just standing in the gym because <laughs> something was happening and they like ran into me. Oh, Shit happened all the time, but for sure. Um But does that did that also do you think play in with dating? the ability to kind of adopt a position of like, Oh no, thank you, sir. Um, please. No, like, um, I'm all, I'm okay. Like, yeah. Yeah. I think it's, it could potentially be easier, mm. but I think, um, but I, I, I think it just, I think it, for me, it just adds another layer onto like the, women body issues sure. that we all have For you sure. know like that a lot that 
I don't know if I've met a woman who doesn't have body issues. For sure. But um, I understand that men also have body issues. But I, I'm not trying to say it makes it easier. In it's that a little context. less. I'm just wondering how it, what role it plays. You know? Yeah, I think it. I mean, I I a hundred percent know that it is made me more reserved. Yeah, in for sure. dating. Yeah. Um. Also, just because like. I feel like girls are more emotional in a lot of ways and like more emotionally and like they're red. Like they're more just like, I don't know, especially growing up. I feel like girls just are more mature. Oh, for sure. Than boys. I, this is all so gender stereotypy, which I, I hate, but it's also like, there's this is how we've, this is how we've been conditioned in society. And I don't think it's a good thing, but that this is the reality and um i feel like uh i have had a hard time just ever being like ever feeling like oh uh a guy will like be able to like match or understand or be there in that way interesting or like that they will want to handle that emotional weight um because I feel like that's like asking a lot of uh, someone else. Interesting. So I'm yeah. always like, oh, I don't know if they're going to want to do this or whatever. Right. And I think it has made me more reserved as like a dater, a dater or a yeah. person in general. Yeah. Like I think I I did hold myself back, I think, a lot in college. Yeah. Um, but, you know, <laughs> hard to not when you have like you're you know draining bile out of your body to a bag every night like oh my god same it's I was not exactly feeling yeah. like yeah exactly it's not like, exactly, i'm just gonna do this real quick and go off exactly to the party feeling like it's actually so funny because um i remember watching this episode of ellen and uh, i just watched this clip on youtube i didn't watch an episode um but uh mindy kaling was on it and she was talking about being like an older person and and like how how like she's like i'm not staying over your apartment i have to bring my pills <laughs> like and then so so ellen made her like a pill case that looks like a oh purse That's so amazing. she could have uh stay overnights at male suitors places so <laughs> which i thought was hilarious but yeah. also like Yo, that's so real. Like, yeah. I can't just like sleep over at your house. I have medicines I have to go take at home. Like, Completely. I like. I, yeah. I just. I feel like so much of that. Like, and it wasn't at that point in my life. It wasn't just medicines. It was like, oh, I also have like, I literally have to like bring, like, chilled syringes that are mixed that I pre-mixed right. with this human draino drug that like saline human draino syringes that right. i would shoot into my tube and then drain bile out of my body for like all overnight yeah. like into a bag like that to me was like oh that's never gonna fucking happen like that's i just something don't you can just do and be like you, won't, uh, you probably won't ask about it yeah i'm <laughs> it's also like i it's just like it pro- prohibits like it prohibited any like um spontaneity and and prohibited yes. any kind of like frivolous like thing in college 
Yeah. All that plus the alcohol. Yeah. Because I was, I was just very, very aware with what I was doing, which yes. I think is a good thing, but it also can like inhibit. Sure. Inhibit other things. Sure. So, um, yeah. yeah. No, I totally. If I'm being honest. Yeah. That, I think that really did impact my dating world. Yeah. My relationship world. Yeah. I definitely feel you on a lot of that. And the pill thing I still fucking deal with that. Yeah. Still, it's like, what are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? I mean, now if I like, if I was anticipating that, I could like, sure, put my pills in a bag and just like have my morning and my night pills, like, yeah, and like it's it's just easier because I'm not like dealing with like, yeah, the ex- extraneous equipment of like a, of a bag, tube yeah. and whatever. And I'll and I'll do that now most of the time if I am like I'll do the same all. Mm-hmm. I'll pack them if I'm anticipating that. But I've also like I've had occasions where I roll the dice and I'm like, don't need to do it. And then I yeah. do, and I have to be like, I gotta go. I gotta go. Sorry, gotta gotta take my meds. I have to go home and be 85. <laughs> I have an appointment <laughs> yeah. with being 85. Um, I know. Yeah, but I, I I I think also that also inhibited me with dating. I mean, the other thing was like, I don't know if you felt this is like getting really deep. But I, I had internalized um, this idea in my teenage years, which spilled over into going into mm-hmm. college, that like dating just like wasn't on the table for me. Like mm-hmm. not only because of all these like external factors that I had to manage, sure, but also just like I hadn't dated all through high school, yeah, and like it had never been. It never been an option that had come up. Yeah. And I just kind of internalized the idea of like, oh yeah, like, you know That's for other people. That's for other people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, like, you know, the sick kids don't don't date. They're, yeah. They don't fuck. Like Yeah. Um Well, no we have a lot it. of societal cues that give us that. that. Reinforce that, yeah. yeah. So that took some time to get to get over into the like, like weird like the weird way we treat like disability and sex is like just so it's it's like so disgusting totally i would and i was the friend to so many people in high school i was the friend people would talk to about their sex lives which i've like realized as an adult was partially like an implicit implicitly because yeah they they looked at me as like an impartial third party because yeah. I was not doing any of this. Yeah, you know I was like fucking Grandpa Willow or whatever. It's like yeah. we can talk to him about it because he's he's not part of this. Um, yeah, uh, which is weird. Yeah, but also weird. yeah, just through cues. But so like getting over that was kind of step one, and then step two being like very vulnerable to say this, but like understanding my own like. Like oh I'm I'm an attractive person, like sure th- I can do this. Yeah. Like this is not I'm not like no one, no one's doing me a favor by like going on a date with me. You know, Aww. no, but it's like that's you totally no, get I, socialized. I, that I, I way. totally feel that. I totally um, feel that. Yeah. So coming into that, it, it took some time. Yeah, um, I mean, I was like fully scared of boys in in college or er, yeah. in high school, and then college, I was just like. I'm just going to be friends with them. <laughs> like, cause I like had some really mean boys make fun of me in eighth grade about um, how I looked. And I was all like fat and chubby from my steroids. Yeah. Same. And then I like lost a bunch of weight going into high school and like all these guys thought I was great. Mm. And then 
And then I was just like scared of them. Yeah. And then I maintained that fear throughout high school. And then in college, my goal was just to like be friends with boys. Mm. So then I did that. But then I think I was still holding myself back from like being engaged with them in romantic ways. Um, um, And then I think after that all happened, I was like. Well, and also I finally realized that there were boys in college that like liked me and I never knew because mm. I just assumed that I was not the person that anyone would ever like. Totally. Which and is the just, first like, time you realize that I was like, I feel robbed. Totally. The first time you realize that when you get the cue from someone that like they think you're hot, it's like, what the fuck? Yeah. What? Like there was this boy like in a uh, new student orientation who I like got my hair stuck in my umbrella. There was a hurricane, so whatever. <laughs> I got my hair stuck in an umbrella, and he helped me get my hair out of the wow, umbrella. Wow, that's very meat cute. And he thought I was, like, the best meat cute, apparently. That's great. And I was horrified. I was, like, I literally just ruined my chances with this boy because he thinks I'm a nightmare. Yeah. And, um, and he went on to, like, have this big crush on me, and I had no clue. Yeah. I had no clue and i would just totally was like there's no way he would ever like me so i just like and that happened with multiple people and i'm just like okay well then after college i just went on a bunch of dates and i realized that like literally i'm a great first date dater and like people guys normally like me and i'm normally not interested in them Mm. um which is like its own that's like a separate thing but um yeah men and their their 20s are sure are not the uh yeah the rest of the bunch some of them are yeah but yeah anyway so yeah that whole thing i do think it all was exacerbated by yeah like sure. not just being like i mean some of these things are totally resonant with like people who don't have any medical issues right sure. like it's something i think a lot of people deal with but i think but in different they ways they were exacerbated and, yeah. by absolutely those things absolutely so and i think what's interesting is they're within people who have had like everyone has their own sort of hangups with dating and, and ways that they came into their own attractiveness and bodies or whatever. But I think what we're talking about, you usually find is like pretty universal with people who have had some sort of like illness or disability. Yeah, it's the worst. Um, I mean, I, yeah, it's the worst. I yeah. think like you also are someone who I think in, I don't know about this for you, but like are more reliant on your, your family Mm, oh totally and i think that also like there's some weird thing about like distancing yourself from your i don't know like i just distancing yourself from your family and like like i feel like you're relying on other people outside of your family to be there for you like yeah you're like i just don't know if i can really yeah you know yeah Trust. No, I especially because I think even in my own friendships, I don't fully yeah lean or rely on them to take up any of that burden sure. of like my illness. Yeah. Like I've never, I've never really relied on friends most of them. my friends, yeah. and I would say most of my friends, like very few of my friends, have seen in me in like my in my like very vulnerable moments. Yeah, and I would say I can count like two of them, and. So I think to think about like, and that's after years of really close friendship. Right. And so I, I think to like think about letting someone else in like that 
is scary. In a yeah. deeper way, potentially even, is like so scary. And not just scary, but just thought of like, well, is someone even going to do that? And someone, yeah. Is someone, is someone even going to sign up for that? It, or yeah. be able to, like right. capacity wise. Like right. I think that like when you are someone who, I was like really far from the mic, when you are someone <laughs> who um, is going through medical issues, like I feel like you you develop this like really quick like you develop it or you don't and then you have all these problems but you develop these like really quick depth of like resilience and emotion yeah and emotional like understanding and i think it just totally changes your whole totally yeah perspective and ability to handle shit yeah and i just i sometimes i worry that like i can't find just anyone i have to find someone who's like actually had to handle shit before in their life because I don't want to be the first person I think about that all the time but then again I'm I'm not trying to like find someone who's like deeply wounded and scarred from like I'm this is actually like experiences yeah we're I mean we're gonna get deep here this is literally something I'm dealing with in therapy right now sometimes I feel like I have to find people who also have like problems okay yeah this i've had that exact thought but then i'm like someone has to be the support person in the relation in a relationship like i don't know yeah i'm right there with you i mean this is something i'm dealing with in therapy right now actually because i i have found that i'm like (laughs) not exclusively but i'm i'm pretty drawn to people who have some trauma and i've had to like i think i'm drawn to that in my friendships i think i'm drawn to that yeah i'm like you have problems let me in well (laughs) yeah because because it's like for me at least it's um we're gonna get like i'm gonna get very deep with this uh i've been very vulnerable i feel (laughs) i'll meet you there then um get to my level just like in drinking (laughs) um i i think when you go through you know really sort of significant uh like trauma or not just trauma but like difficulty and adversity uh, in your sort of as in your foundation like in your sort of uh in your youth and your yeah. sort of foundational years you totally develop a different perspective from a lot of other people sure and i for me it's not only that it's like oh i you know i need to you know find someone who can kind of meet me on this and understand but it's also like i am bored talking to someone oh, i know that's like such a huge doesn't problem. have that perspective and oh, it's not it's so boring and it's not even like, like wow your life is so boring right and it's like it's for me it's not always even as clear-cut as being like oh you haven't been through trauma you're boring it's like sometimes you can just feel it it's like there's a demeanor there's like to just, people who haven't like a, it's just shallower it's just it's just shallow and it's like i want to put a fucking drill through my skull talking to you and it feels horrible to say that about anybody and it's not anybody's fault it's just like we are all socialized in different ways and it makes perfect sense that having gone through what we've gone through we can relate better to people who have gone through things but it but it's you know uh yeah i that totally has affected who I'm attracted to, mm-hmm. who I like seek relationships with. Mm-hmm. Um, but then also the question of like, you know, handling. Um, I, I've i had two uh, serious relationships uh, in my life. And the first one was with someone who also has a significant medical condition. Um, 
And so there was definitely a level of like under kind of like baseline understanding. Um, and that was something we bonded over, but it also was just like the question of like, Oh, are they going to get this? Or are they going to handle this was never like up for grab. Like it was never up for debate. Um, mm-hmm. And so that was like pretty, that was there. And then the second one was also with someone who in a different way had been through quite a lot of shit. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was, you know, d- didn't work out in its own way. Um, but I, yeah, it's weird that like both of those relationships I saw in things, uh, I saw in them things that didn't work. And yet still I have this idea of like, I need to, I can only kind of be with someone. I need to be with someone complicated. Yeah. I need to be with someone who's fucking wounded. Partially to just like, so they can understand and partially so that we can have a fucking interesting conversation. <laughs> yeah. It's hard. Yeah. It's totally hard. I just like, I just so always doubt that there are people who are going to like, want like i i view all of my life's problems as like concessions people will have to make like interesting like oh uh, this is i probably need therapy (laughs) this is this is like you'll have to deal with this yeah so you're making a concession to be with me and i'm like instead of like like i just feel like it's never i'm never gonna find someone who's like I want to deal with this wow. or wow. I want to deal yeah. with you because like, like, yeah, I just, I feel like it's never going to happen. Wow. That's hyper vulnerable. <laughs> I understand where you're coming from. Yes. I think I used to be in that place. Mm. Um, but I think it goes to, I think, I think. Well, I guess the, if I'm being really fair, it's because there are some life circumstances that I don't want to be a part of. Interesting. Such as? <gasps> oh, I don't want to disclose. I feel okay. like that's like, that's rude. Yeah. And problematic, probably. Sure. I mean, I mean, but I understand. Yeah, there are certain things that. Yeah, certain things that I think like would just be very difficult. Right. And not I, but not I, impossible. But and I also think it depends on, you know, people where someone is in their journey. So to say, like what place someone is Look, at. Jamie, we're all on a journey. Okay? We're all on a journey. We're all on a path. We're all progressing in our own unique way. Yeah. Because yeah. we are all snowflakes. Yes. And like where someone is. We're in, all unique, you know. <laughs> we're all unique and we're all exactly the same always at the same time. <laughs> We're all on journeys. We're all on journeys. On very different journeys. You don't know where your destination together. is, but we're all going somewhere. <laughs> we're all going somewhere to arrive at being ourselves. <laughs> um, That's your um, motivation yeah. for the week, yeah. guys. Do we have... I don't think we have... I don't think... I'm my well with run dry. I yeah. don't think I have anything else to say about relationships. I think I've really excavated my soul yeah. for the Thank benefit you for of, doing of you all. So <laughs> you're welcome. I think we really we really kind of like zigged and zagged there, but I think it all kind of like was, was on theme. I mean, um, it definitely was on theme. Yeah. We just hit different elements different of the yeah. dating experience. Yeah. Thanks for listening, guys. Thanks, guys. Tune in next week. Um, when we will be talking to, insert name of guest. 
<laughs> turn in tune in next week we'll we'll we will definitely we'll, bring we'll you do some something ace content yes that's what our commitment is yeah. so um yeah have a thanks good week. for listening and have a good week better faster stronger that 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 don't kill me can only make me stronger